What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Animal Empire podcast, starring your favorite two members of the Animal Empire, me and Drew. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, we got a couple new guests on today. We got we are joined by Matt. Ayo. And Grayson. What is going on? It's Grayson, Graycon with a Dracon, Big Nasty, the prettiest boy you all have ever seen. <laughs> Anywho, all right, today's a bit different. Uh, we're obviously missing a couple of the members. But uh, we're going to keep rolling, and today we're just going to talk about sports. So, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to jump right into things here and uh, da, let da, these da, guys introduce da, da, da. themselves. So, Grayson, why don't you give us a rundown about yourself here? So, I'm Grayson. I'm from Florida. Favorite teams are uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, big Jags fan. Uh, and then where I came from, Virginia, everybody up there was Redskins fans, um, Nationals fans. So I'm a big Nationals fan and Redskins fan as well, and I also like the Washington Wizards. Like to watch them when they're on. Cool. Uh, how did you find your way into our podcast here? Podcast? I met Trey in seventh grade, I think, and then yeah, all the way back. Oh, at a friend's birthday party, a sleepover, yeah, I guess. The, all the way back. I remember when that. We were putting sunglasses on deer and. Oh, yeah. Dude, that room, that, we were all packed into Kyle's room. That was fun. That was fun. Anywho, uh, we'll roll into our next uh, – wait, wait, hang on before we move on. Uh, Grayson, so you already mentioned your favorite sport team. Can you give me a top three sports and your top three sports teams? Top top three sports and top three teams. Is it yeah. pro or college or both? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, overall, doesn't matter? It could be football. It could be soccer. I don't care. Over, favorite sports. Overall, favorite – Favorite sports to watch? Dude, um, in general, like what do you? What's your go-to three? Basketball, football, and racing, like IMSA racing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. And, and your then, top three teams? Then, then top three teams: um, Jaguars, uh, Wizards, and uh, Virginia Tech, the Hokies. Hokies. <laughs> All right. All right, Matt, uh, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you give us a rundown on who you are and how you got here? Uh, okay, so my name is Matt, Big Cheese 420 on Xbox. Gotta, gotta plug that, you know. You can't spell it anyway, so you'll be fine. Um, I'm from Washington State. I met, a, I met the group kind of at different times. I met Trey first. I kind of knew about it via, via merch mutual friend, and then via that mutual friend, we all ended up talking at different times. Very weird story. Yes. But uh, I ended up getting along with everyone, and then blowing up people's houses on a Minecraft server, and yeah, we've just funny. kind of been friends since. We did um, touch on that in our last episode too. Which great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anywho. Uh, I just kind of started talking to everyone, started getting along, and yeah. So, that's kind like of my story on meeting everyone. Top I mean, three sports teams? Top oh, three sorry. Sports? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, my, my thing cut out. My Discord completely. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, top three sports and top three sports teams. Go. Okay. Top three sports. Football is top of it. Okay, yep. that's college, that's pro, all of it. I'm just 
full all in. Okay. Fueled by football. Um, yeah, pretty much. My Sponsored by G Fuel. My second top <laughs> has to be hockey. I love hockey. The brutalness of hockey is just awesome. And maybe because I'm so close to Canada up here, you know? But that's the point. Love it. Uh, and my third is basketball. I've just gotten into watching basketball after watching a few years of college hoops and March Madness and making brackets. And I have to say, it's a very interesting sport, and I can't wait to be able to binge through um, the documentary on Michael Jordan that's happening here soon. Oh, yeah. No, Last Dance. That's worth watching. That's so good. Dude, I can't wait for the ability to actually, like, like binge it. I'm so excited. <laughs> but um, top three teams, it gets a bit weird, okay? So I'm a Seahawks diehard fan. You know, grew up up here you, when you're kind of just it, – it's almost a, a cult, I'd say. You know, you're kind of indoctrinated into it and then threatened if you ever leave. Um, So that's a thing. Um. After that has to be Huskies. My my family are diehard Huskies fans, and then um I like the Browns because they're an under underdog story, and that's always fun. Now, for those who don't know, the Huskies are what? A well, they're a college. They're a, oh okay. A college football team mainly, but I support them in every sport that they play, except for maybe basketball because they suck. But <laughs> go Zaga. Anyway. Besides the point. All right, cool. Uh, Drew, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, let's go to your top three sports and top three sports teams. Hey, what is going on? It's Giants fan. Top three sports teams. That's kind of hard. I'll skip that one. I uh, know. <laughs> okay. Skip that one. Well, I don't know. Like number one, who could it be? I'll go with the New York Giants. Then it's kind of weird. Kind of sucks out of nowhere. Not gonna lie. Wow. So <laughs> you were a Jets fan. Then I'd have to go with the Maryland Terrapins college team. Really like watching their basketball team. Football is pretty good. And then I'd go Washington Wizards, just because like yes. I've always liked them. And yeah, big basketball <laughs> guy. So transition to top three sports. Um, number one basketball. Just because I've played basketball like my whole life and I love doing it. And football is number two because football is probably the most enjoyable sport for me to watch. Like whether it's college or NFL. So yeah. And third, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think of a third. (laughs) Um, yeah, hockey's pretty good. I like watching hockey. Mainly just watched it in the playoffs, though. Never played it before, though. So, yeah. That's it. Drew's a big tennis guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, do you guys hear me? I just play it for the heck of it. I don't really like tennis that much. Here you know. All right, sorry about that. It's like I a hot. Having some issues here. All right, well, everybody's went through. I'll do my three for both these categories. Top three sports, number one, football. Like, that's just way, like, one's up there, and the two's way down there. Like, football has been in control of my life. It has been the center focus when it comes to sports in my life. Like, ever since, like, I was born, bro. Football is where it's at. Number two, basketball. Just because, like, when there's not football, there's basketball. 
So I just go and watch that. Uh, if anything, college basketball. What the frick? <laughs> oh, frick. Hello? You guys hear me? Um, yeah. yeah. I'm having yeah, some issues. Yeah. Hang on. Finish it off, right. King. I'm just going to finish it off. Anywho. So, basketball, yep. I watch it because the football's not there. Uh, I mainly watch college basketball. I don't really watch too much NBA. You know, I've heard good things about it, just never got into it. Uh, here's a surprise. Number three, it's actually uh, table tennis or ping pong. I actually <laughs> really enjoy watching ping pong. Sports. It's very epic. You know, I was going to say esports, but then that, that's a whole other for another time. Dude, I've actually sunk a good amount of time into siege tournaments. It, it's actually kind of crazy. Have you guys yeah, seen World World Chase Tag? World Chase Tag is an intense sport. Oh yeah, Dude. that's good. <laughs> well, I'm gonna change my number three. These guys across. are crazy. I just remembered it. Ew, you're a wax guy. Oh, oh, I used bro. to play lacrosse. That was oh. lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, that's my number three. All right, my top three sports teams. Number one, born and raised, Florida Gator, University <laughs> of Florida. Um, I, I might not be going there for college, but I was born oh, and raised a Gator. Always will be a Gator. Uh, number two, I'm gonna have to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just born and raised Jacksonville. I mean, then we suck. We've had one good year and my like time watching them, but uh, yeah. And number three, it's it's I think it's split right down the middle between the Denver Broncos or the the UCF. UCF. Yeah, because I, it's hard because I've watched the Broncos since Tim Tebow got there. And just just because you see Tim Gator, you know, it's transitioning. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's how I've been when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Oh, UCF, because that's where I'm going to college my next year. Hopefully, if stuff isn't closed down, which we'll, we'll talk to about later on in our podcast. But, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, colleges and, you know, closing down, we'll just run through a couple of, like, your guys' opinions on what do you think Corona's going to do to sports in the coming fall season. So, yeah, Matt, you got any opinions on that? So, I actually have a few opinions, um, especially after the fights that just happened and one of the people that was actually supposed to be fighting actually had it. And when it came to when they found out, they found out the day before the actual fights happened and they managed to separate him and, and no one else had it. You know, they managed to isolate the problem and move forward accordingly. So I think if we go based off of that, then we should be able to have sports if everyone follows that similar algorithm. Yeah. Like, that, in my honest opinion. That's true. I, I just wish, you know, like the wide, really widespread sports like football and basketball could follow the same thing. Because you knew it was bad when they canceled the NBA season, bro. That That was yeah. weird. It was weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess the big thing when it comes to it is ultimately it's such a contact sport in the locker room, too, that it's almost too late once you realize someone has it that you really need to isolate everyone involved in the sport in order for it to, like... Yeah, not just players, trainers, coaches, uh, cameramen, refs, just the whole... That's not including the fans, because I remember... They were talking about having NFL games with no fans. They won't so, work. It'll be like a practice game. No. That is very true. I don't know. I heard they were getting advice from the Redskins and the Dolphins and the Chargers. 
Alrighty. Find it funny. Okay, so speaking the, of the, the Dolphins, system, how easy is it to have well, an empty stadium? Let's just let's tease him with this. Let's tease him. Hang on, I think we should go this. into the draft pretty soon. Do, do we want to talk about the draft, or do we want to have your two? Oh, let's talk about the draft. I, I well, I was going to say when it comes to Redskins, their fan base is very hardcore. Like the the Redskins fan base will come to its games. They don't have empty stadiums. Oh, that is a lie. <laughs> They come to see their first round draft picks in the first two weeks. They they have one of the worst attendances. They can't even sell out division rivalry games anymore. That's rough. Yeah, the Ravens are uh, they're kind of crazy. Don't have that problem. Ravens right, fans. We're, are we're talking there. about draft here. Uh, we'll go to Grayson. Grayson, we're, we're me and you are Jags fans. You know? uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Drew, doesn't, Drew doesn't want my opinion. Drew I doesn't want my here. opinion. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> we had some, I can't hear major, this again. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We had some major disagreements the draft night. We had, up to like we had one some people arguing. In we the had group me, chat. me, Drew, Grayson, Michael all just going at it in the group chat. Just talking about like. Literally for like now. Jaguars draft. Grayson, why don't you give your your piece? I don't want to speak for you. I don't I'll know. So, you speak for yourself. so after after looking at some of the highlights and looking at some of the statistics, I do believe the Jaguars had a better draft than I originally stated. I think um, Clavon Chaseon was a good pick for them, um, and he's probably one of the better picks um, for the draft that they were able to pick up, and they picked him up at a good time. Um, I think their number one guy. Um, Henderson, I think. CJ um, Henderson. CJ Henderson, I think. Baby. Yeah, I think I think he was a good pick. I think he's gonna have to learn how to tackle a little bit better because at Florida, watching some of his stuff, um, because he was the number one corner at Florida, um, his senior year he didn't get a lot of um targeted receivers that he was tracing. Um, well, he had they didn't, scores on him. Yeah. Players. Well, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't throw towards his receivers as much. I have, so I think I have he's going to have to get back into into tackling form and be more of a um more of a zone guy and not a uh, route tracer. Um, I, I think he's got it down. But, but I, I think is, I think he's I think he's enemy. got it. I think he's got it. I think it'll take a little bit of um practice from where he is now. But I think he's a good pickup for them, despite what I was saying earlier, because I didn't believe in him. Um, I think in the end he was a good pick. I just think he has some stuff to learn before he's their uh, number one corner. Yeah, Matt, you're gonna say something. So when it comes to because they had the exact same argument about Greedy Williams going into the draft last year, and he actually outperformed Denzel Ward this past season, despite both of them being injured. He had better stats altogether than Denzel Ward the entire season. So, yes, that can be a problem maybe early on. But if people start throwing to him, he'll probably start picking off the ball and they're going to stop throwing to him. My only like thing with uh, C.J. Henderson is that he's going to the Jaguars, who have the most shaky locker room and coaching staff in the NFL, in my opinion. So it's the way he's going to have to adapt to that team is what scares me the most. Because a lot of guys go in there with decent morale and they just leave like like Jalen Ramsey's a good example. Like in his prime he was raw, but like he just couldn't adapt to the Jaguars. They just I, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's the coaching staff or that locker room or I'll be, um, both. 
the the Jaguars what they did was they played they played a lot of zone and Jalen Ramsey was far and away especially in 2017 he was the best corner in the league and um and I don't think there was much arguing that um but oh, yeah. he didn't have his chance to shine because they would always play him in zone they didn't play him in man where he would have crazy plays where he broke up passes and, and stuff like that so um so I think the um he got frustrated because he was uh, a clear number one, but he wasn't being seen as a number one because he wasn't being offered his chance to shine. Um, so he thought, and I think um, C.J. Henderson's a better fit for their locker room because he's a lot more humble and um, a lot more understanding of what the team's trying to do. Do you think the Jack? Well, when you were going in the draft, who did you think they were going to pick up? Because I had no idea that C.J. was on there. On their, you know, line. Who, Grayson? Who do you think they were gonna pick up? I, I wanted them to get. Um, I really wanted them to trade up and get Isaiah Simmons. And I know that didn't happen. Um, and no they could have made it happen. That's why. That's why I was mad at draft night because they could have gotten um, Javon Kinlaw, or they could have gotten um, Isaiah Simmons. And um, and I think uh, Chaseon will be a good fit for them. Um, where Kinlaw is concerned, so I wasn't that bummed out about that, but I think they could have traded up and gotten Simmons potentially, um, who is like just a plug and play guy. Um, he did go late too. Like later. Sorry, not late. Well, no, later. the, the oh. Simmons, Simmons went to the Cardinals at six overall. Yeah, but we were expecting him to go to the Giants. So I don't Drew. think it was six. Drew, let's, like well, Drew let's talk about yeah. the Giants there. Let's go to the Giants. Didn't Isaiah Simmons go like eight or something? Yeah, no, he went he went later, Grayson, I'm pretty sure. I remember I, I was so surprised. I thought he went before there, the Jags. I'll do a quick fact check here. Yeah, the Jags were nine, I think. Eight. Yeah, no, they he went at eight. Because that's where eight. the Cardinals were. Yeah. And I'm absolutely what? terrified. <laughs> Drew, oh, yeah, the, the Cardinals the are looking good for next year. But that's a different topic. Yeah. yeah. Well, another surprise is draft. Um Oh no. <laughs> I feel like originally for Giants fans, they were like, okay, so just like a normal year, we pass up on the best player on the board and <laughs> take someone no one's heard of. But I feel like picking the best O-lineman in the draft shows that the team in the franchise has faith in Daniel Jones as a quarterback, and they're going to stick with him until he either performs or doesn't perform. So I think it's going to help a lot. And we stacked our defense and the rest of our O-line later in the draft. So, overall, I'm pretty happy with it. I wasn't too attached with getting Isaiah Simmons. I just, I thought that was the way they were going to go originally. Surprise, but a welcome. Yeah. I, I was very surprised. I even record, I even recorded it, like, on Snapchat as they <laughs> And I, I sent it the, I was, like, expecting Isaiah yeah. Simmons. And I screamed so loud. I'm like, Drew's going to be so pissed. Wait, well, the surprising part was, like, if you look through the mock drafts, like, before, obviously, they were expected to either take an O-lineman or Isaiah Simmons. But yeah. none of the mock drafts said this O-lineman. So no. I'm, I'm just wondering what they saw in him. Because I know, I know he, like, George, shot up in draft stock Georgia since the combat. I remember well, um, Isaiah Simmons ran a 4-7, I think, in the – or – in the dash, um, he ran a four seven, which was way faster than they were expecting him to. Um, 
and it's it's very good for his position. So they were they like a lot of teams were really stoked um, because a lot of teams hadn't had their eye on him, but um he definitely got in the spotlight after his combine because all his other stats were solid and his four seven was just crazy. Yeah, he did play a uh, wide receiver in high school, and then they moved him everywhere on Clemson. Yeah, he literally can play any fast. position. Yeah. I heard a story that, Played on like, when teams game. ask him what position he plays, he says, I play defense. Because <laughs> he can do anything. So, yeah. he's very versatile. Like, he can fit in. And he seems like a good guy, honestly. But I'm not too mad with it. I, I, I'm kind of like Matt with the Browns. Like, I like seeing bad teams make a run. And I think the Cardinals have had their fair share. At the bottom of the league, and I think it's going to be fun Hopkins. watching him play this season. Like, the reason why we're stuck DeAndre inside is because of DeAndre Hopkins trade. That's why Corona is still bad, because DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> trade has Bill, ruined the year. Bill O'Brien <laughs> ruined the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I could imagine being a Texans fan. I remember seeing that my draw, my jaw just hit the floor, man. God, the the Texans went from being one of the best in the conference to like the obvious worst. Uh, who else is in the could, Oh. Wait, I think it's going to be a tank. It's going to be a tank contest between so, the Jags and the Texans this year. Oh no! <laughs> I think the Texans can pull out a few wins. Uh, yeah, that's true. Gardner Minshew. I well, well, Watson's Watson's more dynamic than Minshew is, but yeah, Watson's elite. Yeah, I, I want to talk about one specific team's draft class, which is actually rated the highest, and that was the Denver Broncos. They have a scary offense now. Okay, who rated a, it the highest? Everybody rated it the highest. Are you serious? It remind is me, the remind highest. me of their draft class. I don't have a memory. Okay, their draft class? Let's just talk just about their offense. The so, just before even the draft, they pick up Melvin Gordon in the offseason. Okay. Uh, at the end of their season, they, the Drew Lock was going off with Fant and Cortland Sutherland. So, they already had a decently stacked offense going into mm-hmm. the draft. Their no, first okay. is He's he's way better than he went you know, he went as a rookie and did pretty decent. He didn't play the whole season, but he played a decent amount. Well that's but, the that's the same thing people were saying about the Browns last off season. And they were like six and ten. Well See, that's the, the Browns. The difference, so. the difference was they had Freddie Kitchens doing the play calling and he only <laughs> did halfback dive on the fucking two yard line and it doesn't work <laughs> when everyone knows that's all you're going to run. <laughs> and the it's difference like is the Broncos didn't spend a number one overall draft pick on their quarterback. That's true. That is that, yeah, true. that is true. Like, they took a chance on Drew Locke, but they knew that, round. like, if he didn't perform, it wouldn't hurt them too right. much. So they picked up Jerry Judy in the first round. And then I think they had a second first-round draft, and it was K.J. Hamor from Penn State. So their first two picks are wide receivers, like top-class wide receivers. Jerry Judy's the long, lengthy well, bot, well, like, moss somebody. Not too fast, but, you know. Oh, he's pretty speed. fast. Well, he's fast, but not as fast as K.J. Hamler. K.J. Hamler has, like, had that, like, kick return, and, like, for a touchdown, like, a record speed. He's, like, really quick on his feet. He's from Penn State. And then, who else did they pick up? Um, I, I can't remember right now, but, th- like, they those pick two up picks. Running back? Uh, I, I, maybe. Hang on. Let me, let me just pull this up real quick. In the meantime, uh, Matt, you want to cover the Seahawks draft and you just talk about that? Oh, okay, Seahawks. Um, they surprised me this year. I mean, 
to be fair, I was expecting them to try and draft back, but after seeing the amount of failed attempts at that, just because of how weird the draft was this year, um, I thought they were going to take an O-lineman with the first pick. They took a linebacker. I'm not mad about it, because the Seahawks, whenever they pick linebackers, they seem to do very, very well. <clears throat> Bobby Wagner. Anyway, um... <laughs> When it came to their second pick, they ended up getting a defensive tackle, I want to say. It was either a defensive tackle or a defensive end. They got a defensive lineman, which is good because, you know, that's been one of their biggest issues. Now that Clowney's gone, they need to up their pass rush a bit, you know. Um, When it comes to their overall draft, they did decently well. I mean, we didn't really have much spots to fill after free agency because, I mean, I'll be honest, the Seahawks were really aggressive in free agency this season. Uh, like, overly aggressive than they normally are. Quick question. Like, Where did Clowney go? He's not signed. Yeah, we should he's talk about signed. that next. I've not signed yet. Uh, before we hop into our next thing, I have the draft put up from the Jag or the Broncos. And uh, so KJ Hamler was actually round two, but it was early. It was pick forty six, so early round two. Um, I actually picked up a corner and then a center, and the corner is from the corner is from Pitt. The wait, no, the center's from Pitt. Sorry, and the cornerbacks from Iowa. They're kind of all right. And then they picked up a wide receiver from University of Florida, Tyree Cleveland, who is very underrated. Now you might not remember the name, but you might have seen him in a lot of like football accounts on Instagram. When I talk about the one, you remember when Florida played Tennessee about three years ago, and he like the quarterback like throws it like sixty yards, just a hail mary, last two seconds of the game, and then they score. You guys know that play? Have you seen that before? I remember I Tennessee I doing that versus Georgia, but not Florida. No, yeah, but anyways, Felipe thinks throws like a monster with four, two seconds left to Tyree Cleveland and scores on the last second. Trust me, if you look at football pages, you'll see anything. They pick up some really strong players. They got a really good offense going in. I can't wait to see what they work with. Now. Well, before we stop we'll move the topic, on I would Talk just like the, to uh, say the Giants got the best safety Clowney. in the draft in the second round. That's all I'm saying. No safety was drafted until the second round. We got Xavier McKinney. Very happy with it. And I think we're going to be contenders. We're going to be competitive the, this the year. Jags in, in the Jags got the best Marquise Lee replacement they could have possibly gotten. <laughs> oh yeah, the Colorado guy. They found a guy that could their, 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 their second, guy. their second round pick. He he was out three and a half years of his four year college career. How and we drafted, drafted him. at that point. I don't know. Well, he was he was very athletic, but he just couldn't stay healthy. And they drafted him in the second round too. And I'm like, that's fitting. They just got rid of their most injury prone guy, and they picked up another injury prone guy. Like, Do you wow. think they pick up Des Bryant in the offseason? Well, hear me out. Hear Shut me up. out. Shut Jack up. Okay, this is Des a perfect Bryant. transition. I think we should talk about a couple of free, free agents who are still sitting out there. I'm yeah. talking J- Davion Clay, Antonio Brown, oh, no, Des he's not Bryant, and the Cam Newton. Blank. Yeah, Cam I Newton. Can Cam right now, I can tell you guys right now exactly where Clowney is going to go. All right, we're here. He's going to go to the Browns. And the reason why I say that, they have the most cap space left on the board, and they are interested. It's kind of scary. The Browns have the most cap space? 
Well, well with their 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 offense is already crazy, and they have a ton they of have no but they just can't use defense. it. They have no their chemistry. defense is even better. See, they the have problem last hotel year was, in all in all honesty, Freddie Kitchens. Now under Stefanski, I'm pretty sure they'll have a more organized like a, a more organized playbook, a more organized kind of setting. Um, I found that from everything I had watched, as you know, paying attention to the Browns as much as I did before last season, I, it was almost like Kitchens was trying to be way too much like Bruce Arians and. and um, what's his name down in Bama? Uh, and uh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Saban. Yeah, that's right. So it was like he was trying too hard. It, it's almost like if you were to use like people who tried to do Belichick stuff and demand respect right off the bat, and yet he, they're not going to get any because they just don't respect him. When it comes to Stefanski, he's not going to do that. He's just going to be like, okay, this is what we're going to try and find. Let's try and do this. And I feel like the Browns would have been so much better last season if they would have just hired Bruce Arians like Bruce Arians actually wanted them to. You know what I mean? Because then they would have had an established head coach there. Now, this season, when it comes to – when it comes to their defense, they'll probably have one of the best defensive lines in the league, especially if they pick up Clowney. They're just going to be a sack machine. They were last year until Miles Garrett hit somebody over the head with a helmet. Yikes. Um, but when it comes to uh, when it comes to their D line, it's stacked. I mean, they got Sheldon Richardson, Olivier Vernon. They 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 are just stacked on the D line. And if they get Clowney, if they get Clowney, I mean, he he just creates pressure. They're going to close in on everyone. I remember watching him in college and knew he was going to be raw. But, like, when it comes to the Browns, like, they have so much potential. Especially when it comes to, like, if they do get Clowney, which they probably will, because... Well, I feel like every team is waiting for him to get down to about fifteen million, is what he's asking for. And once that happens, like the Browns are going to jump in, and it's it's just going to be it's going to be a scary season next year. Hmm. I'm not going to say the Browns are going to win it all because again, first year head coach, but and they have well probably one of the hardest decisions in the AFC, AFC right now but especially with the Bengals head coaches bro sometimes coaches go in there fired up and they just get going look at the Broncos when they won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl 50 that was the first year head coach yeah oh i'm not doubting it Sean I mean, McVay I, I hope so. I yeah. think it was Sean McVay. No, Sean McVay also did something like that he, oh, okay. he came in hot yeah. The only difference is he was in probably one of the toughest divisions in the a- NFC. So, you know, then he gets yeah. knocked off in playoffs. Well, I feel that. like the NFL is seeing a repeating pattern now where some players are just asking for too much money. Oh, and yeah. then <laughs> it's Prescott, just becoming a problem. Dak Prescott, can we please talk about how the Cowboys yeah. picked up Andy Dalton? That's the biggest shot. That, that was incredible. Seen. And that I, was, I'm so proud of them. It's like I don't like the Cowboys. Beef with- 
freaking making trades. It's it, it was just a crazy like <laughs> like just in your face like wake up like it's a, it, you're not a kid anymore. Yeah, exactly. They basically so just Jack like flipped them off. They were like, yeah, they're gonna you're not well, that good. Well, they're gonna put pressure on him to improve because I think they're gonna still start Dak next year. Um, but I think they're gonna uh, put some. There's gonna be serious pressure there for him to improve. And if he doesn't show that he's their starting quarterback in the first three or four weeks, they're gonna bench him. Um, yeah. and I think I think the same can be said. Um, I think they observed exactly what happened in Chicago. Where Chicago, after Mitch Trubisky had a non-productive year, Chicago traded for um, Nick Foles, and then they picked up another free agent quarterback. So I think they're putting pressure on Trubisky to do well. And if Trubisky doesn't do well, then they have someone to replace him with. Um, and I, I think that the Cowboys just did that to the 100th degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I got a little... oh. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, uh, I was gonna I say, a is this a comment to that, or is this something completely different? Mine, mine was regarding the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are are they going to be raw and unstoppable no. next year, no. or are they going to be like the Browns when they pulled? They're like, going to be a disappointment. Oh, I do Tom Brady's have my not as good. On that. All right, let's I just go through the list. Let's start that. with Matt. Matt, what's your opinion on this? Um, statistically, um, and, and this is just, you know, speaking from straight raw statistics, um, when it comes to deep balls, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady has the most accurate passer rating downfield compared yeah. to, I'm, I'm in a podcast right now. I'm, I'm in the middle hey, of hey man. You want me to take um, some mac so, and cheese? <laughs> so I can get you a nice warm glass of milk. He he's, he has the most accurate <laughs> passer like downfield when it comes to with the Patriots. When it comes to where he can dump the ball, I feel like he's going to fit in perfectly in Bruce Arians' offense, and they're not going to try and change anything for him because he's going to learn everything and talk with his wide receivers and build chemistry despite this. We are talking about the best quarterback of all time. Okay. Debatable, but yes. Not, I mean, he won like like fucking Super Bowls. You know, that that's a thing. Okay, but, fine. He is the best. <laughs> besides that. Oh, definitely even, the most winningest. When it comes to how he operates, the first thing he wanted to do was get everyone's phone numbers. That is true. He wanted to start talking with his wide receivers. He wanted to start building chemistry. I don't think he's going to let a, a a virus get in his way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about one of the best quarterbacks of all time, if not the best quarterback of all time. And he's got weapons. I think, and he has Gronk back, who is healthy. He had a year to sit out and rest his body up, and now he's coming back and like CBD is allowed. Do okay. You think, do you think he? <laughs> do you think? Here's a question, big conspiracy. Do you think he planned on doing this? Like, do you think Brady threw against the Titans so he would go to the Bucks, and Gronk just sat out because he wanted to go with? Like, what if this was all like a set, no, like from no, the beginning? What? First of all, Tom Brady would not throw a playoff game. No, Tom Brady would never throw a playoff game. That's what I he think, wants you to think. Dude, why I would think, they throw a playoff game? No, I don't know. That's I'm like just, a le- just, That's literally like illegal. 
says the teams that tank. No, but like you can't just like I don't know. It's just stupid. Like for your own benefit, you can't would. throw no, a game. I don't think he would. I think right. I think he just ran into a buzzsaw that was the Titans when they got no, hot. It was dark. It was Derrick Henry. Freaking what the? Yeah. Oh, but to be honest, I mean, don't don't disregard Mr. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Tannehill was playing out of his team. mind. Dude, I am a huge Ryan Tannehill supporter right now. I love guy. Yeah. He's awesome. I don't understand why they paid him so much, but you know what? That, that's besides the point. He got well. Paid. He suffered a lot of injuries. He was a yeah. good quarterback. He just got set back. And he had Adam Gase. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I think I think playing for the Dolphins did not suit him well because I think it's hard to thrive in their system, um, as they've shown because they haven't had a very solid quarterback in a very long time. Um, it's magic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I the reason they call him Fitz Magic is because he disappears after a few games. <laughs> Wait, where is he? He's still the there. Dolphins. He's still the Dolphins. Oh, I thought he was on the Bucks. Behind him Bro. Bro. That's actually the this, only reason why they won. Is he starting or is Tua starting? He, I think Tua is starting. There's, There's no way Tua is I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what, Grayson, do you have anything more to add about Tampa Bay? We keep we keep I, off. I think I think Tampa Bay is going to be scary because they had um they had. Two of the best receivers in the league right now, in Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, um, only behind DeAndre Hopkins, which I think is a crazy situation, a different crazy situation. Um, Michael and then, what is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Behind, yeah, Michael Thomas, too. But they're still, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they're still unbelievable talents um, in the league right now. And then they also have Gronk back. And I think Tom Brady will fit well with his wide receivers. He already has the chemistry there with Gronk um, from playing there for playing with him for so long. And then I think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin will uh, just do their thing. And and their um their O line wasn't bad, and their defense wasn't bad. Their defense could be improved, but it wasn't bad. Um, so I think they're going to be a force uh, in the next season. Well, that's my concern. I don't think their defense is good enough to ooh, get them into ooh. the playoffs. I I actually have something to add on. Like that. they let the Giants score like forty points on one. Like I feel like everyone's looking at them. Here's seeing the thing: their offense, and then forgetting their defense isn't as good as their offense. It's within I don't think one, they're good enough to make playoffs. Within one season, under their new coordinator. They have the fifth best defense in the league, statistically. Okay, statistics is a the... little different, though. I'm talking just okay. Wrong. We're also talking about them getting used to a new defensive coordinator. We're talking about yeah, this we'll see. We'll had see. the they had the defensive player of the year in Shaq Barrett back, as well as what the fifth best defense in the league. Like that is statistically by the end of last season. Another thing. Last season, their quarterback, Jameis Winston, who was legally oh. blind, led the, in, led the league in passing yards. Okay? Now, I don't play, even know how that happened. I don't even know how that happened. Because he had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. 30-30 vision, baby. And he was in the Bruce Arians <laughs> offense. 
the combination of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, and Bruce Arians' offense, by the way, is insane. Mike Evans is like six five. Oh, he's incredible. Give them Tom Brady, who can actually see and throw the ball into tight windows. And have him have good wide receivers. You have to look. Last season, his only good wide receiver, entire season, other than Julian Edelman, Brown, and he only lasted a game. And he threw to him that entire drive that he scored the touchdown, and he caught every single ball. Look at every other wide receiver he's had, other than Edelman, and nobody was catching anything. West Welker dropping. <laughs> Danny Amendola. <laughs> Have you noticed that all his favorite receivers... Okay, I'll I'll stop talking. (laughs) White. (laughs) Yes. I don't know how he used to it. I think it's just coincidence. Yeah, I was... Okay, wait, hang on. Yeah, Randy Moss. Yeah, that was... That was so long ago. No, it wasn't. I remember watching him. It was pretty long ago. That was a pretty long time ago. (laughs) You guys are young. Except for Matt, he's older than me. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, Anywho, uh, we'll try to roll in the one last subject by the NFL, then we'll get close to wrapping this up. Uh, let's talk about the trades. The trades. Besides the DeAndre Hopkins trade, what other trades were out of nowhere that were shook? Like that just shook y'all? Because I know a couple on my mind. We'll start with Matt. Any any big trades, Matt? Well, there was the Darius Slay trade. That one was kind of crazy. Um, I think the one that personally caught me a little off guard was Derek Watt going to the Steelers. Quite, quite literally one of the most underrated trades, but getting a fullback like Derek Watt is vital for like any offense in my opinion. I love the use of fullbacks, especially when you look at use check. And now that you have one of like the better blocking fullbacks in the league, to help try and protect Aaron Ro- uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger a bit more. Sorry, I have Aaron Rodgers on the mind because of, you know, <clears throat> bad draft by the Packers. Jordan, but, um, up, baby, don't hurt me. But um, when it comes to that trade, that's probably my most underrated, like, that is an actual really good trade. And now you have two Watts on the same team. What's next? Are they going to try and trade a couple pennies and get JJ? Who no knows? way. No way. All right, Grace. What about you? What's your What's your surprise sleeper pick or trade? I'm sorry. Trade. My my surprise sleeper trade. I don't know. I mean, I saw for my favorite teams. I kind of saw the Calais Campbell trade coming oh, because they 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 couldn't afford to pay him that much. Um, so I don't think that was a very out of nowhere trade. Um, because I don't think he was willing to renegotiate. Um, but what I will say is that there were trades that weren't made that should have been made that I'm surprised weren't, like a uh, potential Nargonkwe trade, because um, the Jags still have him, and he doesn't want to be there, um, which I think will be an interesting dynamic going into next season um, as to how he performs and um, the role he plays in with the Jags, because a lot of their defense is now rookies that they're planning on starting. Rookies know, Josh in. Allen's pretty raw. Yeah, Josh Allen, rookies, and... Nargonkwe. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting seeing that move forward and I'm surprised they didn't see what deal they could get for him. Um I think the Boye trade surprised me. Um yeah, that was just, just because they um 
the Jaguars, they didn't need to trade Boye, um, but they did, and they didn't trade him for that much. And I think another trade that could have been made was um, – or another signing that could have been made was the Panthers and Cam Newton. Not that he would re-sign with the Panthers, but before his contract ran out, the Panthers could have traded him or – Another team could have picked him up in the last two months, which I think is crazy because he was one of the best two or three years ago. Um, and just because he had two or three bad seasons, I he still has something left in him. And the fact that nobody's picked him up is crazy to me because he's a Heisman winner and a um, MVP. Yeah. And he's, he's competed in a Super Bowl before. I just think it's, crazy that nobody's picked him up yet right mm-hmm. drew what is your sleeper trade well i was going to talk about calais campbell a little bit not because it was a surprise that he got traded just because his value and the ravens barely gave up anything to get him so that's what surprised me but my guy Graycon with the Draycon already talked about that <laughs> so um i'm going to talk about the stefan diggs trade I forgot about that. That yeah, was honestly, happened out of nowhere trade too. But like, Stefan Diggs, he didn't want to be on the Vikings, didn't want to make it work with him, and now the Bills actually have a decent receiving core, and Josh Allen is going to have some people to throw to, and it should be interesting to watch because like, they weren't even that bad last year. Like they, they got they're a decent team. Card. Like almost, almost beat the Texans. Almost it was overtime. Like, they're a pretty good team. I, I think I don't think the they're going to be contenders this year, but like they're they're making moves and I respect it. And they did yeah. they gave up a few draft picks, it was a little much, but I don't know. They got a star receiver. He's young. He's athletic. Let's just hope it fits in. In all honesty, I think that the uh, Vikings actually won that trade because they got rid of him. Oh yeah, because he was ultimately a distraction in the locker room, and in the draft, they ended up they ended up picking up Jefferson. Which is insane seeing Jefferson, probably one of the top wide receivers in the draft, or at least I had him in my mock draft I did, going to the Vikings. You know, that was crazy to me. Yeah, the Vikings definitely won that trade though. Yeah. Well they got they got Jefferson for um like way below what he was valued in the draft. He (laughs) wasn't supposed to be There were so many receivers. It was insane. Yeah. That was that may have been the best receiver draft. CD Lamb should the best wide receiver to come out of this draft. I'm gonna be honest. Have you? Did you guys watch his clips just from the combine and see how athletic he was? I watch his games. There's a lot of good receivers in this class. Like people don't understand, this is probably the best like wide receiver class to ever come into the NFL. We'll have to see. The only only reason why I say CD Lamb is because he's just a beast athletically like this guy will throw his body up for the ball like it is insane mm-hmm. i watched him at yeah. oklahoma it was crazy how many like tackles he'd break and just keep driving his like power to just keep going was just incredible but there's so many good receivers you can go on yeah. all day yeah what are we, i think like, there, was a there were two okay two receivers picked at the beginning of the second round that would have that could have very easily gone the first round like high. Any other year. Yeah. Like Michael Pittman, T. Higgins. Like honestly. 
There's oh, just so T. many good receivers. T. Higgins, I thought was going first round. I think honestly, he's a crazy now player. Now Joe Burrow, uh, can we can we talk for a minute All right. about how Joe Burrow's Joe our Burrow's... last NFL topic? Because I was going to talk about him instead of the trade. Yeah. But let's talk about. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll roll into Joe Burrow here. So, so David Johnson trade. That that is very um nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, is he, I just have one question. Is he going to get injured again, like always? Yeah, yes. He's going to break his thumb this year again. <laughs> okay. He's just gonna oh, no, I think the Texans play. were kind of stupid for doing that, but they did oh. it, whatever. It happens. Happens with this one. Okay, Joe Burrow. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Joe Burrow here. My man, Joe, uh, as a Gator fan, you, we play OSU every year. You know, last year... Just another SEC quarterback going to go late in the draft. You know, like, all right, he's mediocre. He's not the worst. He's not the best. Keeping him ranked. But, you know, goes in the next year, starts going off. You're just like, who the frick is this guy? I mean, he was on Ohio State. He did transfer from Ohio State, which was a stacked locker room with, like, JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins. He, he played He played under Haskins. So, like, you can't blame it that they didn't start, like, some yeah, freshman. He wasn't even crazy good. Yeah. He wasn't even crazy good until this year. Well, he, did, he had to really work his butt off in the well, off season, to be honest. That, I think that's what made him. And then putting like this, all he's probably one of the best college football players that we'll ever see in our lifetime. Me, okay. I might be jumping the gun, but pairing 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 him with the LSU offense was crazy because yeah, I think LSU if he was, was if he was if he was in a fourteen if he was in a different. If he was in a different system, um, it probably would have been a different year. Um, and I'm not saying he's bad. He was one of the best um, we've probably ever seen in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the LSU system just worked so well for him um, with the receivers they had and the running back they had. And um, oh, and their defense the their defense was good, too. Um, their coaching their offensive was good. Their offensive coordinator was really good. He could coach a team if he wanted to. Bro, so my weird thing about LSU, and it was actually wild to learn about, their entire team was full of, like, one- and two-star recruits. Yep. Like, That's they true. are insane. Every single one of them was a one- or two-star recruit. Mm-hmm. None of them were five-star insane recruits. And so looking at him, you know, using the transfer portal because he knew he wasn't going to get a chance, he goes to a team where literally everyone had to put their faith into the system, and then just they blew up. They they became monsters. And in all honesty, like I look at the way he plays and the athleticism with how he plays, and in all honesty, I I honestly like only compare him to the Mannings when it comes to like how well I think he'll do, because I feel as though, and this may be jumping the gun. But he has that demeanor to him, like the Mannings did. It was almost insane to me, because it's not like Manziel. It's not like Baker. I don't even think, like, it, it's it's not going to be, oh, this dude was overhyped, because I feel like when it comes to his demeanor, he's humble enough to be like, okay, let's just go out and win some games. You know? Like, yeah. I feel like that's just how he's going to be. And then when you look at the wide receiver core alone oh. at oh. the Bengals, it, on paper, it doesn't look like much. But now that they have T. E. Higgins, they have John Ross, 
They have, which he has been kind of a bust over the last few seasons, not going to lie, but as a UW fan, I know how good this guy can be if he breaks out. I watched him tear apart the Seahawks defense first game of the season last season. I thought he was going to have a breakout season, and then he got, like, injured. And then Tyler Boyd broke out, and then A.J. Green's back for a season. So yeah. it's one of those things where I look at it, and it's like, well, now they're stacked. Uh, and I, in all honesty... It, Predicted it, record? Uh, they don't have the pieces. Well, I think their I think their defense is still lacking yeah. in in a lot of places. Um, but I still monster. I still think they're going to win some games off offense alone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I think they'll miss the wild card, but not by much. Maybe. They I, I find it players. very hard with their division because that division yeah. is probably and. The only reason why I say it may be the, like, worst division to be a part of, like, the only reason why I consider it, like, the second is because, of course, there's, like, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and there's no way you're making it through that division on top. I'm sorry that they're unbelievable. But when it comes to their division, it... It's going to be really tough. I mean, they got Lamar Jackson, they got and and the Ravens. They got Baker Mayfield and that stacked, talented team that they need to get their act together. And then they had the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers were winning games off of their defense alone last season. They almost made the playoffs with Rudolph, uh, Ducky Hot Hodges. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger was out for the entire season with Tommy John, and he—they were still winning games. It's yeah. crazy. That's going to be a hard division for them, but I see him putting up numbers next season. I can't. Wait. I, I hope we have a season. Honestly, I think know? we will. This would no. Be they've already said seasons. no fans. Uh... Gotta set up a fantasy. Oh yeah, we need to get a <laughs> fantasy going here. All right. So, so, so do you want to talk about basketball or save that for another week? Uh, we'll say that we've just, we've we've gone a long time. Yeah, uh, Great, we're wrap making this up a lot of work. Yet. We got we got a couple more things, but like not. It's just a fun little game I put together. So, would you would you rather? All right, we'll yeah. start with Matt. Matt, would you rather be a sports team owner or a coach? Um, and pick your sport. I'm guessing football. I would probably want to be an owner in football. And, and the reason why is, like, I imagine you can just have a ball as an owner. If you're a coach, your job is on the line consistently. If you're an owner, all you have to do is, like, sit there, tell your GM to make good decisions, sign checks, and then be on your way. Be smart with money. You know, like, of course, you're going to be filled with, with meetings and such, but you're not as at risk of losing your job if your team goes garbage. All right. Drew, sports team owner or coach? Coach. And? Because I – oh, what sport? Um, yeah, it can be basketball if you want. Oh, yeah, definitely basketball. I don't know. I feel like I could be a good coach, and it would just be more entertaining for me. 
I want to be, like, a bigger part of the team. I know the owner does a lot of stuff, but, like, I want to be, like, down on, like, the court, doing mm-hmm. stuff with the team, training them, coaching them up, you know. You know how it is, Yard. Yard. Yeah, Jake reference. Yard. <laughs> yeah, but, um, supposed to be, yeah, yeah, I just, I know, like, your job's on the line, but, like, I don't really care about the money. I just feel like I'd have a lot more fun as a coach. Thank so, you. yeah. Grayson? Um, I don't, I think probably, probably an owner, um, just because the coach role seems so stressful, um, and you're so much more at risk to lose your job if the, um, the team doesn't go well. And, and as a, as an owner, you're at risk to lose your investment, um, if your team doesn't do well. But I think as an owner, if you find someone good to manage the team, um, it's much better um, for your sake because you can allocate someone as manager and then if they make the right decisions, uh, you get your return on investment. Um, but I think definitely either of a um, a basketball team or a, uh, a race team, an endurance racing team, because you look at some of those teams that, um, that get sponsored by um, like Ferrari or something or um, teams that some of the teams even make their make their own cars and they get um they're sponsored by some millionaire and they they have a race car and um they outsource an engine coach build the race car body and then they just they just go at it they tear it up and some of those teams are my favorite teams to watch um because it's all spirit and I think um as the owner funding that um and in racing the coach does a little bit less um of the work as far as like in other sports. Um, but it, it's definitely like racing is a, it would be cool to be an owner of. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to me, I'd love to be a football coach. I even like consider like, it's in the back of my mind at some point. I'd like, if the things that I have planned for my life don't work, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to do my best to become a, like a football coach. Cause that, that's the start off as like a rec coach. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've already, Start coaching like people in my area on just general athletics and I enjoy it, you know, like teaching them lessons when I was like still being competitive. And then football is just where it's, I have the most knowledge of when it comes to any sport. I just love to be a football coach. So yeah, let's move into our next one. Uh, Matt, you, you're, you play football. Grayson, you, you play, I guess racing, there's no offense and defense. Uh, basketball or football, offense or defense? Um, Probably, I'm gonna go football because in basketball you have to play both positions. Um, you have to play both sides of the ball if you're on the court. Bro, um, true. No, okay. And, what would you prefer? Is, you could say you so, could say basketball prefer offense or prefer defense. That, that's well, what I mean. in, in basketball, it's it's definitely more of a uh, prefer offense because I'm not a very big guy to um to be physical as a defender and um and block shots at the rim or anything. But then in football, um, probably offense, and I would be a receiver, like the go-long guy, um, just because of track and field and the speed and stuff. I think I think I'd be the best suited for that. Not that I'm suited for any, um, right? Like, not that <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm well suited for it, but I think I, if I had to, I'd be the best um, at receiver. They just called you up, Grayson. You're in the big leagues. 
<laughs> oh man, Jack's just called. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about Jacksonville Jaguars? <laughs> you replaced the Colorado guy. You have <laughs> Mar- Marquis Marquis Lee's replacement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew. What about you? Same question. Well, I did say basketball, but like Grayson said, offense, defense. But if I had to pick offense or defense for that, um, I definitely couldn't because back in the day, used to be basically just a shooter and I was still one of the taller kids but that didn't really affect me but then I grew to 6'3 and I started working on my inside game on offense so you're the KD now I have middle no school? preference no I was not <laughs> I was the, the I was big tall. okay I was tall for my teams all the teams I played on I was like tall skate, but I was not that tall like I'd be going into games in like sixth grade when I'm like Five seven, I'm playing center matched up against like a six three man. It was insane. <laughs> like they, I swear they gave these kids like artificial growth hormones or something. Oh no! But if we're going football, I feel like I'd be pretty good receiver. Oh no! Used to play running back back in my playing days, but a little bit of receiver. But I don't know. Good at catching, and yeah, just interests me the most. Yep. So Trey. Answer your own question here. Yeah, dude, football, uh, wide receiver or quarterback? I love playing some quarterback, bro. I think if, if – here's a fun fun. Way. It, true. Oh, dude, no, I'm a, don't, I'm a gunslinger. Don't, don't, I'm a gunslinger. I'm telling you, me and my friend Caden, we're going to go – we're going to work the frick out of our bodies. I've already started working out hard in quarantine. Like, I have worked out six days a week. I, I'm going to keep going on this grind. I'm going to tell you. Sophomore year of college, I'm going to try out for the UCF Knights no, team. No. I'm going to try oh, out. Oh, you heard it here on. first. You heard Look, it here first, Baker viewers. And Kyler Murray can walk on and win Heisman's. So can I. Let's well, roll. Kyler Murray Go Knights. Bro, let's do it. I'm rooting for you. I'm actually – Trey, I'll be there. Me? Dude, I, I'm doing – I'm actually doing it with my friend Caden. We're going to try. He's he's a bigger boy, so he's going to try tight end. Dude, I, I can't wait, bro. It's going to be your favorite target. <laughs> yeah, I became a fan of UCF because of the... Um, uh, or the Griffin yeah, Brothers. Yeah, the Griffin yeah, Brothers. The Griffin Brothers. And yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of them because they were, like, the only, like, smaller conference team to go undefeated. American. I wanted them. <laughs> They're called the National so I'm bad. an American Conference fan now. Get it right. We're not Shamal. We're D1, the American Conference. Please. Oh, man. 2018 oh, National sorry. Champions, bro. <laughs> yes, please. It's, we have it hung up everywhere. I went there and it's everywhere. I yeah, went no, there it, and is. it is. It is. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like if you're oh, if you're driving through Orlando, like you see like the posters and stuff that are still there. Yeah, it, it's 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 bad. <laughs> we they have not let it down. Right. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna skip this one. I, I had four, but just well, I want to hear. Trey, I Trey, I'd try out with you. I'd be the uh, Edelman to your Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, if quarterback doesn't work and my my accuracy doesn't get better, uh, or not my accuracy, but my throwing arm doesn't get better. <laughs> not very accurate, huh? No, I'm pretty accurate. My my distance needs to be worked on, though. I yeah. Know, well, I have, I I have a decent speed. I can run out. I can run at least a four or five. 
Oh my god, Drew. No, I'm getting four seven. You can no, 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 four seven, four seven. You can run you can run five at that. You can, no, I'm, this I'm man came fast. out and said he'd run I'm, a four I'm pretty five. darn fast with the Shut football. You'd up. be surprised, Drew. Shut You'd be up, darn Drew. surprised. Oh my god. Okay, four five's a little fast. Okay, yeah, that's that's like top tier NFL dude. Bro, I'm getting fast this summer, man. I'm already that's like, like conditioning and stuff. Yeah. Alright, uh if you could be any athlete or you could be with any athlete, like to hang out and chat with. Who are they, even if they're dead, and why? Speed run, because we're a little short on time here. Okay, I just <laughs> said. Miles Garrett. My, oh boy. <laughs> Explain quickly, please. Um, I I I like his. Someone has a death wish. Field, and I feel like he would be a fun conversation. No, I have his jersey. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, Grayson. Me, um, probably, uh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, that's and the one. reason. The reason I say that is because you watch any of his interviews, and he is the most hilarious guy I've ever seen. He's one of the most confident guys I've ever seen. And the crazy part was he could back it up, um, like in his fights. And I don't know, just just something about him. Like it would be crazy to have a conversation with. Mm-hmm. Drew. Easy. Jason Pierre-Paul. I loved him when I was growing up, and I really want to ask him what was going through his head when he held a firecracker in his hand. And it screwed up the season. And the job season. That, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I'm still butthurt about it. I'm still butthurt about it. Okay. This man's walking around like he's about to pull some cookies out of the oven every time he steps on the floor. <laughs> cookies out of just, the just, oven. Just go. Just go, Joe. I'm done. Alright, mine's Peyton Manning. Like, what no guy? Tim Tebow? No, okay, Tim Tebow's close second, but it's Peyton Bruh, Manning. Bruh, there's no way. Peyton hey, Manning, have a conversation with I Peyton thought you loved Tim Tebow. Honestly, now that you mention him, it, it, it's so close. Cause Peyton Just say both. They could be a double D. Uh, yeah, both. Both at the same time. That would be... <laughs> Just because they're, those guys are such... I, I, I grew up watching Tim Tebow from the Gators, and then it went right into Tim, like Peyton Manning. I love Tim Bronco. Tebow. Tebow time. Tebow time, bro. I went back and watched. I was rooting for them so hard that year. I love that. I went back and watched their college game against Alabama and Oklahoma. And the way he just rallied the Gators was something you don't see too often today. Like, his leadership skills, it's crazy. And he was, like, so open. And, like, he wasn't scared of what people thought about him. Like, like demonstrating his faith on the field. He was a running back and a quarterback at the same time. Like, he had the body of a full running back but could throw pretty well. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, the dude makes inspirational videos on the internet. Awesome. Yeah, no, you can you can look him oh, up. He leads Bible day. studies now. I Isn't he still him. in the MLB though? Or like the uh, he's, trying, he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's in the he's in the minor leagues right yeah. now. Yeah. In the Mets but. or something. Okay, what was the fourth one, Joe? Uh no, it, it was just it, it was kind of stupid. It, it was no, basically no. could you play for a long time but be above average? Or like you know a little like average like you're average like but you play for a long time in your respective sport or would you rather play for a shorter time and be like raw like crazy good but have a short and be ended by an injury or retire early? I think I can mm. think of one right now. Not not no you like would you rather? No, but I have. So would I rather be Ted Ginn or an amazing athlete? Um. <laughs> 
probably Would you rather be Ted Ginn or Ted Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> Someone had I to would say rather be, I'd probably rather be Ted Ginn. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I mean, dude just got signed on to the Bears. He's he's about average, but he's explosive. You know, he can do his thing. And and he's probably sitting on a lot of money from over there. You know? In fact. Yeah. Grayson? Um, real quick, real quick. De- definitely, um... I definitely want to be, like, really good for a short amount of time. Because you look at those guys that did that, like um, uh, like Art and Senna in the F1 in the 90s. Um, and, like, he was dominant for, like, two or three years. He died in a crash. But um, he's still, he's, like, one of the most revered in F1. And um, so definitely, like, someone like that. Because it's crazy how much um, influence he had on the sport in his two or three years of raising. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we have to make some th- do some weird things so Chris has to Yeah, so it. Chris can critique us on his edits. <laughs> All right, uh, somebody, I got a fart. Hang on. Right, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, we're no. just going to wrap this up here because uh, I'd honestly rather uh, play for a long time but be average. Okay? Yeah, it's all that. <laughs> Anywho, uh, this is a pretty long podcast. Uh, I want to thank my guests here, Matt and Grayson. They will be returning at some point. Not exactly, I don't know when, but you know, when time, time flies. On our, on our basketball episode. That's, that's when we're going to come back. I don't know if I'll be there on for that one. On our basketball. <laughs> Alright, thank you guys for listening and thank you too for joining us today. Uh, I'll catch y'all next week. I think they're going to try to talk about anime. I don't know if so I'll be there. So Trey and I might not be there. <laughs> See you yeah. next week. Peace. <laughs>